0: A very good evening and uh, merry Christmas, uh, happy New Year, St Stephen's Day, Boxing Day, whatever you want to call it to you and yours. I'm Justin McCartney, uh, Marty McCauley sitting by there. We're ready to go. Yeah, ready to go, ready to go, rock and or roll. This, this is this is one of these Ben Braggins They're excellent for the money
1: they're not bad all for the money whoever yeah. is, does the buying for lidl mm-hmm. uh, i think his name i can't remember his name is paul quail or something his name is uh he, do, he does a hell of a job now it's its very good i'm on the cologne in honor of our guest later on this evening
0: yes yes which is uh, is going to be uh in about 20 minutes time we're going to be speaking to uh, the main man himself, Brendan. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll hear all about that. We um, will. And his dark rum, amongst other things, amongst-, amongst amongst other things, he's 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 one of the.
1: He calls himself one of the Young Turks. He's he's sort of the one of the new kids on the block, and um, there's not there's not a more passionate whiskey Irish whiskey advocate in in the industry. That's the truth. He's he's a fabulous guy.
0: So, uh, what's uh, first on the news tonight then, Marty? Because we have our other long Christmas special <laughs> interview with him. 40 minutes, we're talking to him. About
1: 40 minutes, 40 minutes. We, we talked to him during the week there, because obviously it's a festive season. and Well, anyone that knows Brendan knows that you'll be nursing a hangover today. So and, he's, <laughs> and he's the gift of the gab, too. He has, he's a wonderful fella. So, Justin, did you get a wee whiskey yesterday? Did you get a table a yesterday?
0: Y- yes, I had the Isla Ben, ben Bracken. It was, it was delicious, actually
1: yeah well yeah. if i if memory serves i think it's actually uh, a bullmore. uh it's a, i think it's a, a five year old Bullmore was what it was being put out that it was so uh, for for the money i mean i have, you can't argue with it for the price of it you know
0: no you you you're certain, certain, I, certainly can
1: <clears throat> i am having I've had, I've had a dose of the sniffs and the sneezes today for some reason I've no idea why. I oh, hope
0: you don't have it, do you? Did you have the nope. one, Did you Did you break your bubble for one day?
1: Nope. Did you? No,pe. I, well, to be fair, I went round and seen my mum, my mum, <laughs> my dad, and step stepmom, yeah. and uh, that that was about the height of it. That's all I, I really did. So I didn't really break any bubbles, but for some reason I've just got a dose of the sniffs. I, I, I don't know why, but I'm having cologne, dark rum. This was the first of the the experimental cast series and it's wonderful stuff that it is too.
0: Yeah, it's it's sort of featured in, in the show uh, later on tonight when we talk to Brenton. So welcome along. Remember to comment, like, and share if you're watching the show. Put your name up. We'll put your name up. Mark Kerr's here. He's not he's not forsaking us this week. He's not forsaking us. He's fat- back again. He's, <laughs> back, he's back again for more. Uh, <laughs> we also have Patrick Malky. He's there. Good evening to you. Good, good, good. Uh, Merry Christmas. Remember, <laughs> comment, like, and share Add us on YouTube because we still have the this to give away. We lost five five followers on uh, on YouTube. They, they they were thinking we will take ourselves off and then put ourselves back on again uh, to be the two hundred, think... and then and then we gained more back, but we still aren't back up to two hundred. <laughs> so if you're the two hundredth on YouTube, you'll get this. Oh no! I I want to run a wee
1: quick competition tonight, and it's to see I've I've got four bottlings here, and I'm going to open one tonight because I haven't opened any of these before. if I've had them for a wee while and just never got around to opening them. So I'm going to ask which one I should open. Should I open? Right? I have a 19-year-old Bowmore. Okay? that's yep. never been opened. So okay. 19-year-old Bowmore. A What year's that? Writer's Tears Cask Strength 2017. I haven't opened that yet either. Uh so we'll set that there. I've I've had this for a long time. I've had, tried this before, but I haven't opened this bottle of it. A 26-year-old single malt Irish Reserve limited release. This came from Aldi. When it came out, this was €40 Euros a bottle. Okay. Now, these days it goes on auction sites for two, three times that. Okay, yeah. But... The, you're never really going to be uh, able to buy a twenty-six year old Irish whiskey for 40 euro again, I would hazard a guess. Okay, yeah. So we'll try that one. And then I have this as well. I've tasted this before, but I haven't opened this bottle. It's the it's not that one. Bushmills, 1608, crystalline malt. Uh, in a rather nice in the rather nice velveteen box. You know? So we'll leave it to the people watching. Which one do they think I should open? And that—that's uh, what I'm going to do tonight. I'll open one of these tonight is after this, the, after the interview. So is, is, this, for,
0: is this for your year sort of tipple?
1: It's kind of in in celebration of the end of 2020. <laughs> you know what I mean? 2020 has been such a shitty year for everybody. That I, I've, as I say, these I've had these all of these for well a period of time i just haven't got around to opening any of them so which one do they are what watchers think i should open the 1608 bush mills the 26 year old irish reserve the single malt writer's tears cast strength 53 percent or the 19 year old so i'll leave it up to up to the the, the watchers tell us what you think okay
0: no, uh, this week in whiskey, there's been no let up, Marty. It's a big week in whiskey. Never, never stops. The wheels of whiskey never
1: stop. So, what's hmm. first this week then? Well, I think give me papers a shake doesn't. First up is the BBC has reported that the Welsh whiskey industry may be looking for PGA status, protected geographical indication. So according to the article, Brexit means that there's a rule change coming in January. That means that food and drink product producers uh, will be able to apply for a PGA indication. And they're encouraging that these guys engage with the government to try and push that forward. Now, Ireland obviously has its PGA for Irish whiskey. Uh, obviously, that was the Scotland, but Wales pushing for it. Um, well, obviously, they can have a go for it. Wales already has Welsh lamb, Welsh beef, Carefilly cheese, and Welsh wine, which I didn't think was even very, I, I didn't know Wales necessarily had vineyards, but it's it's predicted under the PGA. Uh, Calgary. Now Aber Falls and Penderen are the driving force behind this bid. And uh, when they were asked what makes Welsh whiskey Welsh, John uh, Trigena from Penderen answered that the climate and the water. Now it's I, I just wonder about this. Are we going to start seeing this being fractured down? Wales doesn't have a huge whisky history, but it does have some. There are a few. There was a, particularly one, the Royal Welsh Distillery, that that has closed down. In, I think about 1920, if memory serves.
0: But you're a great advocate of these uh, Dylan Thomas port whiskies and uh, stuff like that.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. But there's a difference between being an uh, being an advocate of. Uh, a brand or, or a distillery and i turning around and saying that it's got a, that the entire area has a unique character. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Are we going to start seeing Cookstown sausages having a PGA indication because they come from Cookstown? Are we going to start seeing, are we going to start seeing the Balamina bun becoming a PGA characterized food? You know, there is a certain element of it that's uh, a French fancy, Mr. Kepling's French fancy. Maybe they can only be made in forest from now on, Justin. You know. So what? Where do you start drawing the line here? And um, as well as Wales well got good, a as good enough whiskey heritage and whiskey industry to market out as significantly different. Well, I, I think that's up for debate.
0: I'm not so sure. I think they, they really uh, deserve it because obviously we've lost the European Union sort of uh, mm. control the peixe or whatever they call it. Uh, so we we need that. And you know what? You, you, you know this? There's so many whiskies now. You have the distinct regions of whiskey, uh, other places. So you really need the, the well, the Belfast Bap. Yeah, the Belfast Bap needs that. Uh, Belfast Bap. Yeah. Is it's a thing that I mean is the Belfast BAP hard or soft? That is the question. Is it well, hard I, or soft?
1: I prefer my baps soft. I like I like soft, soft, easy, easy, touchable BAPs. No, I don't like very firm, hard, unyielding baps. Careful now, or we'll be getting <laughs> blocked. I'm i I'm talking about Barney Hughes's product from Belfast. I, I don't know what you're thinking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh boy!
1: Oh, boy! Now, <laughs> what you said there about these new areas for whiskey—that leads me on to the second thing that, that sort of caught me eye this week. The International Wine and Spirit Competition has named the World Whiskey Producer of the Year uh, this last this incoming week or last week, sorry. Now, as we all know, normally the world of whiskey is dominated by Scotch, the US. Ireland now, and some of the, the newer countries like Japan uh, and even Australia. But there's, we talked about this before, there's all these new distilleries in different countries popping up. So, the IWSC awarded the Whiskey Producer of the Year to a distillery in Finland. Right? The Ter and ter- 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 Peli Brewery and Distillery is Located sixty miles north of Helsinki in the city of Latte. Now, any any Finnish speakers out there, anybody from Finland? I apologise profusely for my pronunciation.
0: Well, well I'm not putting it on screen because I can't I can't spell it, I, I will do the voice Helgamiga Weagle whiskey. There you go.
1: Aye. Now, at the whiskey medals, the distillery won six whiskey medals, including two golds for its Savo and Kulu bottlings. The Kulos a lightly peed at Sherry Cass for a seven-year-old, and it scored 98 out of 100. So we have to say, you know, that that's that's hit, hitting heavy. Now, a lot of the awards, I can I, I sometimes, mm, I, I can take them with a little pinch of salt sometimes, but the fact that it was awarded Whiskey Producer of the Year, it only was established in 2002, although they opened a new distillery in 2015. But the fact that they're now hitting at that level kind of tells you that they're doing something right you know
0: what I mean what, what do you think it comes down to in Finland not more widely known for vodka is that Finlandia vodka from Finland is it yeah well I
1: think the thing about it is the Nordic countries have really sort of taken this ta- taking this up really quite well and they're probably their climate's going to pay a, a decent part in this. We talked not that long ago about Indian whiskey and in the heat that really it's almost impossible to have uh, an Indian whiskey more than 8 years old certainly 10, uh, 12 is probably the maximum you can have. In Finland because of the climate it's probably colder and that's going to have a almost the opposite effect so the whiskey can kind of stay in the cast for a bit longer and maybe that's able to draw out certain flavors more out of casks than others I wouldn't be a hundred percent sure but whatever it is they're doing something right I mean to receive that level of recognition yeah they're doing something right and I think lots and lots of big time producers really need to start taking a lot of this a bit more seriously you know
0: okay right so to go back to the first story well, Switzer does need special status in the Finland are coming forward. Well I d
1: I don't think Finland's applying for the PGA category just yet. But you but, might see you might see Scandinavia saying we want PGA recognition for the for because there's McMyra is Swedish distillery. You know, you have lots of these guys now saying we want PGA status, we want PGA status. Okay. And does it come down to a region as large as Finland or as small as Wales or, you know, where do you, where do you start to draw the line here, you know? Um,
0: I, think it's, I think it's going to be a very difficult one. My, I
1: think it would be, yeah.
0: Now, these auctions... The, yeah. I mean, we, like You know, we were nearly going around all the shops looking for stuff there before Christmas.
1: Uh, well, if, I, if I'd have happened to a, a bottle of Middleton 2020, I would have certainly taken it, but I think a lot of people have... I've been sold a bit of a pup. The the 2020 bottlings are okay. You might double your money. You might get two three hundred pound, but the the thousand pound a bottle was probably a bit beyond what it's actually going to reach. There's lots of them turning up at the auction sites this month. Uh, the story I want to tell you about now is whiskey, whiskey collecting has become. Well, it's actually become almost like a unit trusts. People are investing money in in bottles of whiskey as a, as a future, you know, a security for the future. Uh, it's become really a massive business these days. And whiskey auction and whiskey auction sites have been popping up. And really, that's the main vehicle for people to purchase these bottles. Now, this week, it was... Uh, Announcement the one of the biggest ones, whiskeyauctioneer.com, has announced sales of over thirty million pounds this year. Now they that's from 17 auctions. They've raised you know, they've sold 30 million with a hundred thousand bids a month. Now, that's one site. And now, there's currently an auction going on, and regularly these bottles are topping forty, 000, fifty thousand pounds. The, the most expensive bottling there. But you can go on and find bottles from long-lost distilleries. You can find bottles of bourbon. They have specialist auctions for the likes of confidic or private collection bottles or private collection auctions. So there's a real thirst for this. Now, Irish whiskey auctions have appeared as well. So Irish whiskey auctions, the Celtic whiskey auctions. And I kind of like the fact that the Irish ones always seem to be doing some stuff for charity so you know number one number one of a uh, limited bottling what they'll do is the company will donate it to the 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 auction it'll be auctioned off for the proceeds going towards a charity and we'll be talking about that to brendan as well about something that he has done uh, that'll come up a bit more so all of these auction sites it shows you now the real thirst there is for for this this style of collecting. But that leads me on to my next story, which is one thing you have to be aware of. We, we talked last week about Spain. There being a massive counterfeit whiskey operation being uh, caught in Operation Foucault. Now, obviously, if you're able to copy... I don't know the likes of Johnny Walker or Glenfiddich or whatever. If there's bottles being sold about for £10,000, £20,000, it's a lot more tempting to copy those. And this has become a major issue. So this week it was announced that the University of Glasgow has signed a deal with a company called Everledger that makes tamper-proof caps and uses blockchain technology, which I know you know an awful lot more about blockchain than I do. I don't really understand it, if I'm totally honest. Uh, but what they've done is they've set up a way of radiocarbon dating the whiskey to find out if it's the age that it says it is and how long it was in the cask. Now, this is the first verifiable uh, proven technology. Which So this, this is a 19-year-old whiskey. Now, Bobo is a reputable company. They try this out, they'll be able to say, that that's 19 years old, and that's when it was, it was bottled. Uh, the SUERC, the Scottish University's Environmental Research Centre, in 2018, tested 55 rare bottles and found out that 21 were either fake or not distilled in the year that they stated. Right. So Gordon Cook of the SUERC said we're proud to be able to provide the first fully secure whiskey age verification service in the world with the support of Everledger. Now, for most people this isn't going to be an issue. It's not going to you know I'm not going to be going rushing to buy a twenty thousand pound bottle of whiskey. But if you think about it, there's lots of people collecting bottles of Middleton very rare these days and willing to pay four, or five, six hundred pounds, which Lots of people I know would pay that. And you just have to be a little bit careful because even at five, six, seven hundred pounds, you can buy an empty bottle on eBay for about a, for 10, 10, 20 pounds. Fill it with any oil spirit you want. And as long as you can get it sealed, you can sell it. So if you got offered cheap whiskey, really of any kind, my advice would be just to give it a swerve.
0: Yeah, probably the best bet because it's probably uh, the best. There's a lot of a lot of pe- people people <coughs> people out there that are up to uh, no good.
1: Well, if you have offered a, a whiskey that you know, if you were buying at an auction would set you back two, three thousand pounds, and somebody offers you it for seven hundred, you might think you're getting a bargain, but for seven hundred, there's a, it's a, an awful lot of a markup. If you buy an old bottle of cold rain, bung it in a in a a Middleton very rare bottle and get it resealed. It's only cost you thirty pound and you can sell it for seven hundred. It's there's there's a lot of temptation there, you know. So I I would be prone to say you're going to get what you pay for, you know.
0: So it's that time of the week. Where we speak to our special guest. We've had yeah. a really a really good guy tonight. Also a wee bit of a a mover and a shaker.
1: He's, he's one of the most passionate, he's actually, he's a really, really, really nice guy who just loves whiskey. And as he explains in the interview, he wanted to taste these wonderful whiskies and didn't think he was getting them anywhere. So set up his own distillery.
0: Okay, here we go. Business professional. Uh, there's the man himself uh, uh marty mccauley and uh well who's this this time uh, marty uh, are we having a virtual drinks party before christmas oh yes yes that's this is to celebrate christmas
1: actually it's to celebrate the end of 2020 i i won't clear my drinks cabinet that's how how much i'm looking forward to getting rid of this year but uh no we are joined by Possibly the most passionate man in Irish whiskey, he is. He sort of burst onto the Irish whiskey scene, really. Well, I suppose at the tail end of last year, really, when I heard about him, and he's he's made for such a tiny place, he's made huge waves. Um, and it's the one and only Brandon Carty, Brandon, welcome.
2: Thanks very much, boys. Pleasure to be here. Uh, we Really enjoy your content, enjoy the crack on your show. So thanks for having me. And Thanks for being such a good supporter Morty you've always been there from the start well, I appreciate that.
1: Buddy, honestly uh, I had the chance of going down to see Brendan last year uh, drove down and you're driving and you think am I in the right place as this distillery and it's this tiny little building and just whenever you go into it just these little stills sit at the back and it's, it's almost like you can't believe is this actually all the rest to it. Is this is this how small it is? But when you see what's going on, it's just it's remarkable. So how how did it come about? How how did you because I know you're you're a trained uh, architect. Mm. So how did you how did you make the the jump from being an architect, very safe, secure job, to what you're doing now?
0: Yeah, maybe was involved to built in building the Scottish Parliament. Maybe, maybe that kind of architect. <laughs> it <laughs> went fifteen it. million over budget. And <laughs> uh,
2: that, that was the Spanish architect, Enrique Morales. I think <laughs> on that one. So we blame the Spaniards there. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, um,
1: he, had a, he had a good Christmas that year. <laughs> he,
2: did, he did indeed. God <laughs> rest him. Um, but, so anyway, the. Uh, being an architect isn't actually a secure job as people might think uh, there's a lot of stress and uh, the cash flow is probably worse than it is with making whiskey so um <laughs> that, that might have been one of the first factors but <laughs> during, during the last recession architects are always the first people to die off and they're the last people to come back believe it or not um so yeah. whenever the architect profession I, I had just become chartered and I had to move overseas looking for work and it was over in Australia and um, I was tasting some beautiful whiskies in Australia I was in um, a little whiskey tasting club the Oak Barrel in Sydney and uh, we were tasting some two-year-old whiskey that I thought was phenomenal just as good as the best that we offer here and uh, this is from Bellgrove distillery down in Tasmania so I went down to Bellgrove met Peter Bignall the distiller his setup is half the size of ours um, wow. he's a farmer a scientist and he's a brilliant distiller and he was telling me about you know the old Irish mash bills and how Irish used to make pot still whiskey differently than they do today and this is just at the same time when Fanon O'Connor was you know uh, singing and dancing about this too so as everybody in Australia does they have to come home for weddings and funerals and there just happened to be quite a few that year and every time I was home I went down and was listening to Fanon O'Connor talking and what he was saying was resonating with what Peter Malgrove was saying so these two uh, ideals were at the forefront of my mind, and all I bloody wanted to do was taste some more of this whiskey. It wasn't really; it doesn't exist anymore. And um, basically, the key to that was old school mash bills, which are Irish whiskey recipes. So old school recipes, and uh, yeah. So we'll get on to that later, I suppose. That's that's the idea. I just wanted to make, and because there was none of that whiskey to drink, I decided I had to make it. So that's the idea. Open your own, and own distillery.
1: Yeah. I, I, it's it's a bit of a leap to go from I really want to taste this to get my own distillery up and running. Yeah. Now, how 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 did you how did you get the 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 backing, or how did you how did you get the set up Yeah, don't be showing that one, Justin. That's for later, buddy. So the um the the um the thing about. Uh,
2: setting up a distillery is it is expensive even for Ireland's smallest like ourselves Um, Irish whiskey is is, um, it's expensive to make um, especially at our small scale, efficiencies aren't big in terms of uh, you know the yield coming out of barley there's wages, there's storage there's huge insurance costs, the admin is massive as well because everything's governed by uh, revenue, you're taking care of their alcohol which is their money until it's sold to the market they get their pay from it so we're taking care of that it's a bond but there's lots so it's quite admin heavy and that's just on top of normal business procedures so we did have to get a business professional <laughs> We had to get that etiquette behind us so luckily uh, liam brogan and shane mccarthy are co-founders of cologne distillery shane mccarthy founded the irish craft beverages iron craft beverages um seven years ago um himself and liam and the two guys they know their stuff when it comes to irish whiskey and irish beer they know their stuff when it comes to the beer markets and exports and liam's also a chartered accountant and Sheen's uh a recovered um finance whatever (laughs) person from wall street yeah
1: Yeah. so so they know the money they they know
2: the crack when it comes to business and they know the crack about the industry um i just an absolute headstrong uh, tunnel vision of making proper pot still whiskey (laughs) And whenever the three came together, it just created quite an effective model. Um, We're still here today, and we're going to make a lot more noise in the future, um, which is good.
1: Yeah, uh, I I can see that coming. I can see that coming (laughs) in my way. Now, the first things that you've released, I mean, you've released your poaching and your gins. Now, I I will just say your poaching, I think, is fabulous. It's just, uh, wow, Um, it's full of flavor. and you pride yourself on releasing stuff basically as you as you get it you know it's not filtered and it's not colored or you know there's nothing really diluted even um, and yet your protein is setting at what 60% and you could drink it neat it's it's absolutely wonderful stuff Now the the, the experimental cask range which is all of these you know I, I have all of them and they are sort of the weird and the wonderful in some ways, uh, this is the, the tequila cask, so mm. how, did, how did this come about? Yeah, the tequila cask, it's funny,
2: it's, I don't have any of it left in my own personal bottles, because I drank it all. I, I don't know what it was, I think it, was <laughs> it was around the, 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 the start of the lockdown period, and I think things were getting pretty stressful yeah. or whatever, but I just really enjoyed it there's a nice balance of um, those earthy notes uh, in there as well and just about it but i suppose the idea about that bonded experimental series was at at the beginning of last year the Irish whiskey scene was very different than it is today there wasn't as many cast strength bottlings there wasn't as many um, integrity bottlings as we're trying to put forward Um, you know non-filtered we're 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 always going that extra mile but that's starting to come out to the fore now Um, uh, we were, I suppose, a bit ahead of the curve. We weren't the first, of course. There were cast ranks before us, but I think we just really wanted to push that, and we're trying to guide. Uh, we're trying to push the cologne in the direction that we think the Irish whiskey should go, Irish whiskey industry should go, and that's because we are whiskey consumers. We know what whiskey consumers want because whenever <laughs> we try to cater for the public, it's easy. We don't have to do market research. We're basically catering for ourselves. So what the hell do I yeah. want to drink as a whiskey consumer? You know and. And it just seems to resonate luckily with with, with what people want. So um, yeah, uh, so what we did was we got the same blend here with the whiskey that was available to us. So the whiskey available to us wasn't a lot. We did approach the big guys and they didn't even entertain us. Uh, So what we did was we went and got from Great Northern Distillery and they got us some 10 year old that was originally distilled in Cooley. Um, It was a 95% to 5%, no grain to, to malt ratio. And for us, we just wanted a lot mm-hmm. more malt in there, a lot more of those those oily biscuity you notes, know, so you get from real good malt. And um so we went yeah. and asked malt distilleries, we said no. Luckily, ecklenville distillery were very decent and they provided us with malt and um, without pulling the absolute arm off us, you know, f- f- for financially. Mm-hmm. So um it made it made this project actually feasible and we're very, you know, indebted and very grateful to ecklenville for that as well. So that good camaraderie amongst mm-hmm. the, the distilleries is good
1: yeah and i mean they are the wonderful people down there they are just as, as nice as they can be um yeah uh, this this was the first one the, the dark rum cask. Mm. um i i i i think it's just absolutely wonderful um but then you've brought out your own rum
2: mm-hmm.
1: oh the rum was almost great
2: so i don't think uh, ireland has ever produced a dark rum from start to finish. There are dark rums out there, but I think they're coming yeah. they're spiced rums or else they're bought-in product as well and spiced and further cast. Marty, you know, why didn't you call me about this that
0: they've done their own rum? You know dark rum <laughs> is that my
2: favorite drink. Justin, he was afraid you're going to drink it everything.
1: I've got I, I would be afraid of Justin would drink it. he put he'd put it on, I don't know, some weird Spanish cocktail. So, but uh, and that photo you can see there was taken
2: down in Warm Point uh, Harbor. So I was trying to find somewhere to take photos, and winter time doesn't have good light, and you need to take photos, you know, with good good daylight. And uh, so I had to take it outside, and this is actually a morning sunrise. So it, so it looks like it's about bit in the middle of the summer or something, but it's just that lovely warm light <laughs> first thing in the morning.
1: Yeah.
2: A few seconds later, it was absolutely freezing,
1: and uh, so luckily I got it. <laughs> i
2: took that photo the day of the release and like all of the taste notes i sent out the press release too late um i was also drinking it while i was writing the the tasting notes so it's always infamous for typos in the in the um the press releases. so any of the influencers yes. or anybody who gets our, our information are just going right we'll just wait for the next email with the corrections <laughs> so. v- v-
1: version version two possibly three. <laughs> Oh, without doubt i know um, and I keep kicking myself,
2: but it's all right at the time because you have a few drinks and you, you don't care. But then the next day you're like, "Oh, what did I do?" Is whenever you get a chance the chance to actually sit down and taste the produce,
1: you know, it's uh, But the, the rum, the rum is packed full of flavour. Uh, it's as good. It's as good as any rum on the market. You know, the reason, obviously. Uh, and the fact that there's an Irish rum. I mean, how how much? More difficult is it to make a rum than than a whiskey or or a, I mean, say say the it's, difference between a gin, a whiskey, and a rum. What's the is difference? it
0: made with sugar beet, Brandon? Is is that made with sugar beet? That that rum.
2: Uh, it is made with sugar, but not with sugar beet. Um, right. I'm not even entirely sure you're allowed. You would be able, probably, are allowed to make sugar beet, but I don't I'm not. Entirely, I don't think you are. But what we've actually done, Marty, it. you were talking about. You know, if it's more difficult as well, it it's difficult in a way, but mashing grain mashing you know breaking up grain mixing it in and stirring it is labor intensive and a cologne we use no you know quite no uh, you know mechanization everything done <laughs> by hand so that's difficult yeah. but with this all you have to do is mix you know hot water and your your mixture for your rum mm-hmm. this rum we pride ourselves on being 50 50 which is 50 percent molasses 50 percent sugar and there's a huge snobbery that's going to be introduced into rum um from particular distillers over the next few months to one year saying that molasses should not be used in rum. Um, there's actually a particular arrogance, especially when you go to nations and try to you know, enforce that opinion. But people who have been making rum, rum for generations, molasses is a massive, significant component of rum. And for us, we made it 50%. Molasses is, yeah. is expensive. M- molasses is a byproduct of the sugar industry and it was less expensive, but nowadays molasses is bloody expensive. Molasses that we're <laughs> buying in is over twice the price of the sugar. And it really hurts us financially, you know, to go and buy this molasses and mix it with the sugar. But we could, we would be far safer if we pulled it back to 10%, but we're taking, you know, it actually ends up being a more expensive product. And you'll notice when you taste our rum, you're getting a smack in the mouth of molasses. It's like treacle and toast and gingerbread with butter in there too. It's, you know what I mean? You're getting treacle molasses, um, licorice, massive.
1: And it, ha- it has that real depth of flavour that that really and and I I think with your rum, some rums are quite sweet, whereas yours mm-hmm. is that depth of flavour that that takes it all, way on past that. It's sweet but not not thick, not saccharine sweet. If you know what I mean. Yeah, no, here you cheers. It's it's balanced out enough
2: too, <clears throat> and we we actually kind of experimented and getting a real fast aging with this rum. So what we done was we created this solera method which worked well for us. Mm-hmm. So we got a tower of casks, we got um 50 liter firkins. So if you use a big cask it's a slower aging process. If you use a smaller cask yeah. it's a faster aging process. So if you're sticking your rum into a small cask it ages faster. But we didn't just put this in at 64% like you would with um your know, whiskey you dilute it to 64 and put it in the cask mm-hmm. it's just too, it gets too aggressive. We stuck this in at 69, 70% alcohol into these small casks, but they were already used for <laughs> the bourbon industry. And then, you know, they, they were used here and then they were cut down and reflamed. So we knew that whenever they were eating it, you know, it wouldn't be too aggressive in terms of wood space. So, but it did, it could stuck into the wood and we moved its way down. And then at the, after it got through those six uh, firkins, so top two, second two, and then the next two, after it goes through those those virgins, it jumps then into um pinot noir casks and then it finishes yeah. itself off in the px sherry cask and that px sherry really runs off the flavor and the pinot noir gives it a lovely fruity punchy note as well so this combination of casks yeah. was a whole big experiment and you know there's a huge risk things might go wrong but thankfully it turned out nice and we're real proud of it things might go wrong but thankfully it turned out nice and we're real proud of it so there's no wage statement on it just because it's not a year old yet and we're fully transparent about that yeah and um, we can't compete with the big guys we can't mass produce and sell you know cheap spirits. everything we do we do it tends to go out at a premium price because it's so expensive to make in-house and the running cost of a small distillery so 600 of these were released and um, we give the land share to the home market and um, so they'll be distributed into local shops only, by the looks of it. So there's about a hundred of these left in circulation, and they'll only be going to the, some of the northern off licences, by the looks of it. And so they're being distributed through Anzac and Celtic whiskey Shop in the Republic. Have the rest of it. So I think there's a bit out in Germany as well with Michael Switzer. Forgot about that. Yeah, through Irish Whiskies <laughs> DE. So there, I, I think these are the only stuff of ours right now that are probably on the market. All of the rest of our whiskies are yeah sold out, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah wow that, um, that, that that silly, really, really
1: quickly. um as i say you, the, the, the dark rum we have the pinoir experimental cast series here um i have the the, the chick which i had to google to find out how you pronounce that because it's, it's uh, answer, yeah. <laughs> but i mean this I, I keep telling people that this this is the the cask strength uh sort of flagship for me because this takes huge amounts of water until it gets to where it really, really opens up and gets, you get the benefit of it. And it's, I, I, I've told Justin and some of the other people that watch the show, the people that watch the show every week, uh, the, the point of cast strength is, you experiment till you can get it to where you want it to be, and to, to what you think you get the most out of it. Uh, but that for me just, it takes so much water you almost think i'm going to overdo this i'm going to overdo it and then you just get it at the right point and it just totally transforms it just it becomes something totally different you know
0: is, is really there good. any other uh, sort of uh, uh spread brandon that you'd like to try to make uh, if you could
2: yeah a, a big a big aim oh well a spirit but a big aim of one is to pr- uh, premiumize patching sure. i think there's mass like the glands of antrim like there's have a huge uh, you know, relationship with Megan pachin as well.
0: Wouldn't, wouldn't, know anything about that. No, you guys more than you <laughs> let on. But there's, there's
2: also, you <laughs> know, although there wasn't a huge amount of arrests recorded in the past, like we all know from our parents and you know even ourselves about a lot of it being made yeah. of loans as well. And, I think it's a huge part of, of who we are. And there's so much legs, if Board B and, 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 and maybe Tourism and I as well, or sorry, the the, the food in Northern Ireland we're to get behind it and really push poaching. I think there's another category there for us to enjoy uh, and celebrate worldwide. And poaching, it doesn't so. need to be aged just as long. I think so. You know? So where are we, uh,
1: we all working on that? And the, in the new year, the stuff, in the most of the new year,
2: we get something. You'll enjoy the next stuff, Marty. Well, the, you know, the, we, we've done something to re- represent different
1: parts of the island, and it'll be coming out in January, hopefully. Oh,
2: it'll be good fun.
1: Oh, excellent, excellent, excellent. Now, the one thing mm. I, I show people, in the bottles, and I, I'm trying to find one that has the most in it. Brandon basically just lifts this straight out of the cask and puts it in a bottle. Now, you sometimes can see little bits of the char floating about it. I'm trying to find the one. <laughs> the most done it because you get bits so of wood. The wood. Rum, <laughs> rum, I think, was probably,
2: the rum might have had a bit too much. Which we've heard back since then. So, does the rum it's,
0: it's definitely? <laughs> it's hard to see on camera, but we get the idea. It's, yeah, it's just yeah.
2: It's good for this time of the year. Yeah. It's like a Christmas snow globe <laughs> with um.
1: Listen,
0: it's if not, you want Christmas, a, like a snow I can do a Christmas snow group. If you want Christmas snow, there's Christmas snow falling on the screen. Now. Oh, I lovely. Have that there. That's can all you, me <laughs> you
2: know? Can you turn that black and we can pretend it's our cologne jar glue.
0: <laughs>
1: black snow.
0: Black. No, 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 no. That would just become coming from the power <laughs> station near us. That would be black snow. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're, you're almost...
1: there's only one more of the experimental cask releases isn't there it mm-hmm. actually
2: is yeah and um oops it mm-hmm. actually is yeah and um oops it's it's right here i better turn that around hopefully nobody rewinds and gets a look at that <laughs> and we've it seen around.
0: it we've had an exclusive it's sitting on the shelf where <laughs> is it, or um, is it? Right
2: and, uh, <laughs> so at this is the back of the bottle hopefully it doesn't say anything about yeah so just cover you but um i'll just show you like all of the bottles we we, we printed the same label again um you know the label that we were forced to um, hide some of our information so we just printed the same labels again and again continued that sharpie culture sharpie culture is now part of cologne so as a protest if there's something that we think should be on a bottle we'll print it on the bottle and Remove it if we have to. Um, there you go. Just me looking one more time to help us.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's called redacted. It's been redacted. There you go. Redacted. How many stories would you like? I've, I've hundreds of them. Hundreds of them.
2: We should be, we keep them in business. I just, I just
0: held
1: <laughs> up the bottle there, the, the, the unredacted version, just, just in case anybody's wondering the, what's in the, the black yeah. lines, you know. Yes. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh. So, so why did you have to redact that why did you have to why did you have
2: to mark that out i think that there's been a few attacks at cologne from uh certain organizations claiming to um you know protect the industry and it's been it's been quite hurtful for us to be honest you know it does interrupt business um we we also wanted to produce another product for christmas so we ended up we we're, we're going to be pushing two products now to, to january because uh you know it takes up a lot of your time and admin and the local environmental health officer is getting the nose very well too, and he comes in quite apologetically, uh, knowing that that um, you know there's some ridiculous um, measures being pushed, just firing warning shots over the bow, going straight uh, to be at HMRC or to DERA uh, in in London, who then report to DERA in, in in Northern Ireland. Uh, petty, petty uh, actions, but it's unfortunate that, that it's, it's come to this. Whenever everything we do as the Irish whiskey industry's best intentions at heart nothing short of integrity is what we're yeah. asking for uh, and and this is what if a yeah. phone call sometimes yeah. directly to yourselves would have been much more you know convenient instead of uh, i don't know i don't want to get into it it's christmas time so it's time for christmas jumpers and cheers so. christmas, <laughs> right. got got
0: got christmas jumper on he's got a christmas jumper on he didn't tell us he's got a christmas jumper on right <laughs> You and a couple of other,
1: uh, WD O'Connell, JJ uh, J. Corey, Blankwater Distillery, you've banded together now to, to form the Irish Whiskey Guild. So what what's the purpose of that? Right. What, what do you see doing in that?
2: It's 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 a very interesting because Lu- it's 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 a very interesting because Louise uh JJ and um dahi at wd o'connell those are those guys those are two whiskey bonders that are producing lovely bonded whiskey and it's brilliant to see whiskey bonding come back into the industry and then there's peter mulray and then there's also um ourselves who are two distillers who are focused on um, you know um making Irish whiskey the way it was made whenever it was you no, know, whenever it was the whiskey of choice around the world before the the massive growth of Scotch that filled in the Irish whiskey void, so Irish yeah. whiskey was doing something differently then. That was something really interesting. So the two cores at heart uh, of the guild are about protecting the interests as well, you know, of small independent consumers, but also protecting the, inter- the interests of the industry yeah. because a lot of it's about empowering the consumer as well. And uh, I think we need to understand now that Irish whiskey is not competing against itself it's not competing against scotch world whiskey is growing and it's offering something very unique to consumers and people are buying world whiskies more than they're buying irish and scotch and that's a grown market and we're looking at it all wrong here
1: yeah which is brilliant
2: but they're offering something that we can't offer because we've got ridiculous legislation that's written by particular bodies that are influenced by other particular bodies and it's nothing short of corruption and unfortunately we're biting ourselves in the backside here we're just going to Go around and go into the same mistakes that we did do whenever Irish whiskey collapsed you know the last time so we need to focus yeah. on on sustainability of the industry and unfortunately these young Turks that we that are, that are seen as upstarts were actually the answer uh, we're answer the answer to sustainability going forward in the Irish whiskey industry and unfortunately we have to take these matters into our own hands um so we've created a, an organization that's respectful of any other organizations and is also very welcoming to other craft industry producers and we're going to try and influence government organizations the powers that be just to educate them because sometimes they just need education instead of outsourcing work um, we can influence the likes of uh, the Department yeah. of Agriculture in the Republic of the other points of view and of the sustainability issues in Irish whiskey that's why I see it anyway yeah
0: well, it's
2: yeah. funny that they were uh, so flexible when I it came to things like hand gel. No. we are indeed. Did you get any,
0: yeah. Justin? I, I did. I've 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 actually tasted some of the hand gel by mistake, and when you do, you know you've, you've you've drunk something you shouldn't. You know when you 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 put it in your hand like that there, and you wipe your, you wipe your face. Yeah you know but uh, let's you're, you're in on the act with a hand gel as well i mean has that stopped now has it it did indeed it's it's,
2: it's a funny one um at the start um my wife is actually she, she gives up a lot of her spare time for the nhs um, she understands the legal aspects of the nhs and the structures of it and uh, it's trying to be coped by you know certain political parties so she's trying to get in there and support it and um There's a lack of funding and they're trying to close down certain hospitals and she tries to keep them going. So her family are very involved with the NHS as well, mother, sisters, doctors, and nurses. So that sort of just encouraged me to try and help out wherever possible as well. And I was well aware of severe lack of PPE. So what we did was we just produced tons of it and we ended up taking it up to Craigavon and giving it to them so they could distribute it to the Southern Trust. We also drove a lot to Belfast and dropped it up to different charities too. But then we had to sell some at the same time to keep this thing going. So we felt bad about, you don't want to profit here off crisis. So yeah. um, we made sure to give away as much as was physically possible. And um, so we drove huge amounts of it here and there and everywhere ourselves. But it wasn't just us. This is something that everybody across the, the Distilled industry was doing. Acklandville were doing it themselves as well, giving a like huge amounts of copious amounts of sanitizer. And when we fell short of sanitizer for our distribution, Acklandville were helping us out too. So. Um, that, that was the idea there.
0: Okay, lovely stuff. Uh, Marty, what, what did I show earlier What's on that a- you didn't want me to show? Do we get yes. there
1: yet?
0: <laughs> this, week, this week
1: there's been a, a charity auction. Well, It's been going on for, for a period of time. The Friends of Middleton uh, Distillery have asked some guys to to put up bottles that they can auction off for the Capuchin Day Center. Is that, I'm, I'm correct, but that's right, isn't it? That's right uh, there's Brendan, um, Brendan, an uh, anonymous yeah there
2: Brendan is indeed, put up a that's bottle.
1: that's a one uh of one. you go Marty. and uh, do you want to put the, put the picture up again put, put the picture up again justin <clears throat> so this, this is a unique bottling this is your own spirit i'm right in saying that this is the first Whisky that you've actually released, is
2: that? You're right in a way, but it's not whisky. Uh, in order to be whisky, it has to be three years old. So this is not yet whisky. So uh, the, spot, the response that this sorry. bottle is getting for not yet being a whisky is just phenomenal. But you're right. This is the first time we've released something that will, you know, go on to be a whisky. This isn't pot still whisky in any way. This isn't single malt in any way. This is an expression of Cologne's uh, personality. This is 90% rye, 10% barley, and that 10% was actually, wasn't even milled up into it. That 10% was actually put in there to try and give a bit of buoyancy. It was put in as whole whole grain, to try and give a bit of buoyancy and uh, to what ended up being a very sticky mash that was impossible to work with. So it was great just to, to get it done, but I need to say something about this as well, because the guy holding the bottle in that photograph, is a gentleman um who goes by an anonymous name of uh
0: is it banksy? Is it banksy?
2: <laughs> it's banksy <laughs> yeah we're just going to call him banksy page. Lord. yeah and he does a huge amount of charity work for this charity for the caption and uh, they they're they're an amazing organization the work they do for the homeless the amount of bags of food and food portions that they give out daily, and they provide a, a day centre for some people just to come and relax and rest. It's very dangerous for people to sleep at night, um, in hostels in in, in Dublin. And there's a massive housing oh, crisis there, and uh, he, um, John McDougall, is is doing huge work. So the, we were delighted to, to make something special for this for this fundraiser. So we released this one, yeah, the so, um, two year old uh, lightly peated rye. We were trying to pete the rye on site ourselves in our little smokehouse um difficult job of making it it was a huge learning curve we broke a few paddles as well mixing this stuff up it was impossible to mix um we were trusted a barrel provider as well to give us these lovely casks from france Uh, these neoc casks that we asked them to be a little bit more heavily charred unfortunately they weren't we put it in it was very aggressive we took it out and um we ended up it's it's coming back around now in these uh, lovely one hundred and twenty liter um, bourbon casks. So it's been in red painted wire casks, and now it's in burgundy, ca- and now it's in bourbon casks, and you can see the color of it. Gorgeous stuff. It, it's really nice. So yeah, I'm going to
0: show my I'm going to show my ignorance, right? Okay, and Martin, Marty's going to tell me off. If you wait a year, is that a whiskey then?
2: That's right. If you wait a year, that's a whiskey
1: uh right now it's
0: even not. though it's in, in a glass yeah. bottle and it's it's not in a barrel it's it's it, it becomes a whiskey one year later could you no, not no, do no, some no, sort no, of fancy no, time no. release uh, <sighs> no if that's you don't it needs
1: to be in the wood uh, listen uh, you can uh, get it
0: after It has to, to be in the cask. it needs to be in the wood for three years we talk
2: about that
0: every week <laughs> it's, an, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a learning show. It's a learning oh, show. I'm not pretending to be stupid. I know I know nothing about no, it.
1: Justin's the layman. It's not a learning show.
2: You haven't learned anything. The <laughs> man, ways. Now
0: the
1: listeners
2: know.
0: I just drink this stuff. <laughs> Here, as long as I live longer, I don't mind.
1: Yeah.
2: I we, know well, we this are is It's
0: a preservative. It <laughs> yeah.
2: We're baffled at what this is. This is gone for twelve hundred euro already. It's going to charity, and all we did was pay duty on it. You right. know, it's 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 fantastic. I broke a few paddles and a few backs and but, then a few uh, fights. Uh, and uh <laughs> <you yeah. know.
1: laughs> but um, so it uh, it's you you do tours down at the distillery. uh Obviously, it's COVID, and you you had COVID yourself. You actually had it, didn't you? that's um, right I, it was,
2: I did yeah <laughs> there in october uh yeah it, it does it, t- it takes it out of you it, you do feel it and no matter how yeah. hard you try not to get sometimes <laughs> as soon as you take your attention off you, right. you can get it but i uh, it's if anybody does Let's get it, it just don't panic just wait parents had it their elderly as well and wow. uh, they, they seem that they, they're okay now as well it's just unfortunate that you know, just take care of yourself. It's just unfortunate yeah. that it, it hits the wrong people in the wrong way. So we just need to take care of each other. think a it's legal
0: question from the legal department that spoke in me ear. Brendan, if you keel over between now and we put this out on Saturday night, can we still put it out, can we? Indeed, by all means. <laughs> on, <laughs> thank, you, thank you very much. <laughs> you're, you're, you're looking mighty <laughs> well for a man in that the, has, uh, has coronavirus.
1: It's a few, a few weeks back now. <laughs> oh it's, it's back in october now the, the distillery tours obviously it's at the minute but if someone comes to the cologne distillery what do they do on the tour what 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 do you yeah give them
2: so they're off now as you say, for the COVID. but when people come in they just get a really warm welcome they get taught what we're doing and that room that's one room of the three rooms um you can talk through the process um we explain the science of it when you go to larger distilleries uh things are a bit daunting you see steam coming out of here a lot of machinery and equipment you, you don't right. actually leave understanding what the hell is going on so whenever I never here, you always
0: have a few yeah, samples at the end
2: that's it too and then you forget but you get that with us as well but what we actually do justin is you talk people through the three stages the hot water the mash show them the wart show them after the fermentation when you get your beer you know your, your your wash that goes into the stills so the stills are usually running when people arrive anyway so you showed the two stills and you can taste what's coming off the stills if you're there at heart's time, and then you understand the science. You can also smell. smell what's coming is, off the still. You're making beer. You smell it too, indeed, and you can smell the cuts, the different stages that it's at. Um, and then we can just explain after that. Then are you the uniqueness, the uniqueness of what we're doing, like the worm tubs and the flame bed things like that, and take them through, sit them down, show them the casks, explain what different casks do, what different wood does from different parts of the world um and then sit them down let them taste it and have a conversation then we finish off with a cup of tea or coffee just so people are relaxed and you know know, people it's it's just a bit bit of fun and getting to know people we like getting to meet people as well and understanding you know Uh, just what sort of people enjoy cologne and it's nice to make friends so uh,
1: you get a warm welcome uh, and i i you do i i had the pleasure of going down and when all of this is all over. We get back. This some on sort of normality. Me and Justin will come down a run, um, and we'll, we'll do a wee bit of filming down there. I, I I cannot recommend pretty much everything. Cologne do is superb. From the rum, the poaching. If you haven't tried that, get a bottle of it. It's it's amazing. Um, this these are bottled in and around fifty five percent alcohol. The, the the you can work with them. You can do everything with these things. You know to play with them. You can drink them straight. I I couldn't recommend you highly enough that's the truth and i love your passion i th- the passion you have for what you do is is fabulous
2: cheers martin I oh, appreciate that appreciate all the crack <laughs> it does help as well people see, you know that we we do mean what we're what we say um <laughs> you know, we we're trying we're trying for the betterment <laughs> of the industry and we think that's the way to go um but yeah but... the key thing is more, more oats more rye and more wheat in your pot still and mash bills and it might be hurtful to some people, but it's the truth.
0: Uh, uh Brendan, I just want to ask uh, one, one more question. On. Marty, can I ask them one more question? Go Who does ahead, the marketing for the, the bottles? Because I, you go down the simple clear normal standard bottle route rather than going for fancy presentation or or bottle but yet your product still manages to stand out dramatically is, is that your architecture coming through is it
2: i think it's just good design <laughs> as well but uh, we wanted uh we wanted something that was different um there was a lot of round circular bottles out there so we went for those hip flask style bottles um i think they're an odd especially with the patching they're an odd to you know drinks of the past yeah and um it's just i i think they're just very approachable it's very minimalistic for us as well it's not about packaging as well as what was in the bottle so we went for something simplistic and minimalistic and instead of you know we're going with the logo. We try to move away from that logo idea and just have information on the label. So there's no logo yet. Clone might very well have a logo going forward, but right now it doesn't. And uh, the label themselves just have information on them, and uh, it's working so far. So it's about empowerment of the consumer for all of our liquids be it the gin, the patching you get to see the mash bill, you get to see the, the details of the, the you know the botanicals that are in the gin, for instance. Um, as much information as to possible to the, so before before the that's it, there was a bit more then, I hear it's a bit, <laughs> it's good to follow that journey, along. but going forward there's going to be some very interesting well, is, things next I, year, I, 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 um, today we're bottling, we're bottling some potteens today that we think are going to blow people away, um, okay. these potteens that we're bottling I think are, oh it's, it's, it's going to, it's very interesting, you know, Ten week old, ten week old yep. um potching. Yep. You're allowed to put potching in wood for ten weeks. But the same gob shades that got involved with the, uh <laughs> different technical files have also created rules in this one. You're not allowed to mention cask anywhere on your bottle. So you can say wood rested for ten weeks. So it's don't ask me why, but uh, uh. yeah. So that's been an expensive learning curve so far. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh... I, I I think as the industry sort of tries to find its feet a bit, um, it does need. I think it does need a, a sort of stable base. But the, the 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 young turks, as you say, uh, do need to need to shake things up too. That and that's that's where the likes of yourself comes in, Brandon. I I love your passion. I've said before. Yeah. I think you're absolutely marvelous at what you do. And uh, just say I wish you a happy Christmas and. Uh, and uh, this will be going out in Boxing Day. Uh, so I will have, I will without question, have a cologne on Christmas Day. Without question, I'll have a cologne on Thank Day. you Christmas very much, Marty. Thank you. That's wonderful. I really appreciate that. Oh, Cheers, mate. Thank you All the best, mate. All the best,
0: Take care, mate. Bye. All right, Marty. bye bye-bye, 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 bye-bye good oh, cool, a What a show! What a man! What, what a legend! Ah, yeah, he's a
1: great fella. He really is. Uh, he's he's one of those guys you could talk to for a very very long time. Uh, he's got such passion for whiskey that it, it, it just spills out, and it's infectious. anybody Anyone with passion is infectious. I love it. Uh, you know, and um, what he does, the, the the bottlings that they've released so far, i uh, speak for themselves. They're super, and. There's a lot more to come from them. there really, it really is. So don't forget, support them. And always, always look after your own.
0: You know. There you go, Jamie Carter said "Didn't realise it was recorded." It's the magic of radio and television, and the internet. <laughs> it's not real.
1: It's fake news.
0: Put it like this, Jamie. What
1: would be the what would be the chances of getting Brendan on sober on any Saturday night? Never mind Boxing Night. <laughs> so we weren't. <laughs> We were probably we were, none. We were, we were, we were just let's just say we were hedging our bets. He, uh, we were trying to cover ourselves to make sure Brendan, Brendan could enjoy Christmas in the, the spirit in which it was intended. Justin, you know,
0: yes, in total lockdown isolation, it's like being in Alaska or Canada in the woods, you can't go out in case the invisible. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: In case, in case, 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 Arlene and Michelle come round and pick us up, you know. <laughs> right, Justin, Justin, I've got an empty glass, my friend, so I need you to be taught up which one of these I'm opening.
0: Right. Well, I'm going to read it out to you. Okay. So we asked the question okay. earlier on tonight: which one should Marty open? A, a Bowmore. B, Rider's Tears. C, Irish Reserve. Or D Bushmills sixteen oh eight. So, you get a pen and mark them down here. You don't have a pen. You do. Justin,
1: uh, I always have a pen.
0: I thought you had that sharpie I sent you for Christmas. Here we go. No, no. So Brendan, Brendan, took it. We've got, it. Two, <laughs> we've got two C's, right? Two C's. Another, okay. another C, right? That's One three. B, right. Uh, one D Bush Mills, right? One for the 26 year old.
1: That's, that's that was because that's E, that was
0: C, wasn't it? I guess it was C, yeah. Uh, Writer's Tears, 26 year old, yeah. Uh, let me see. B another one for B, right? Uh, I'm having to read down this list, and there's quite a few, and there's loads <laughs> There's loads popping in now. Now that we've paused the question again, uh, D says Trevor Watson.
1: Uh, D, right?
0: Yeah, D says Trevor Watson. Kilo uh, one actually, he must have been watching tonight himself. So you sir. Know, so he could have joined us? Uh, was was A? uh, no. uh Jimmy Cotter's says E. E. Hinge. That must, that must be no, a hinge. Hinge there's, Peter. There's no hinge. No. Uh, no. What? One day, one day from Michael Masters. So another day, another day from Michael. Uh, here's a name I haven't heard before: John James Brang's Wants an A, right? Uh, this is the question we posed: Which one should Marty open? A writer's tears. Uh, nope. A Bowmore. A, B-O-Mor. B-O-Mor. a, a B-O-Mor. B writer's tears. C Writers Reserve. Or sixteen oh eight. Uh We've got another day from from Shane Foley, right? Uh, let me see that there's some more here. There definitely is some more. Uh, no, that's it. There's lots more questions. And uh, Brent Curtis says he's half sober now. There you go, <laughs> it's, it's getting his, late. It's getting, late. It's getting near his bedtime. Hey. It's a amount of food. Uh, <laughs> Shane, he's, 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 he's learned so much since the Irish whiskey show. Since I started to watch this show, tell your friends, comment, <laughs> like, and share. And like us on YouTube, Irish Whiskey Review. I think that's with oh, one more day from Brenton Carter. Oh, oh, Brenton just come in there. So we have a winner, Justin. Uh, Trump borrowed the Sharpie. <laughs> we have a winner. <laughs> what is the winner? Bushmills. Bush Very good. Bushmills.
1: Bushmills. With this coming in second, this is an Aldi release, a 26 year old, and it was 40 euro. I mean, which goes to show you just. That that uh, there's some amazing bargains if you really look out for them, you know. Right,
0: there, there is indeed. You're you're about to open it and you're going to pour it here.
1: I am indeed. Now this is in celebration of the end of 2020. 2020 has been just like the, the worst year for everybody ever. So our our next show is in
0: 2021. I had a worse year, Marty. You had a what? I had a worse year. <laughs> when? It was that year that Vulcan blew up and I had to have my ears done and my eyes done to fit in on planet Earth. Oh, well, the cosmetic surgery turned out well for you. <laughs> oh, uh, we, had another day, we had another day from Stanley there. Ah, Stanley, good man. Uh, uh, Marty's saying, let's get something sorted. Let you get down to Hinch. Maybe get on, get on this some night. There you go. They're getting oh, yes. They're getting next. Uh, Jamie. We have viewers compared to other shows. Remember that?
1: <laughs> no, don't be rubbing salt in the wind because what will happen is in a couple of weeks' time, somebody will be doing something similar. We've seen this before, Justin.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. We bring in the news feature, and suddenly there's a couple other news features
0: pop up and other, other shows. It, it won't be salt. All mm-hmm. oh, right. Oh. Uh, no. It'll be hydrogen peroxide. No. Oh. Let, no. let me see. Uh, Hinge Peter, there we go.
1: Hinge pita is awesome. Uh, I I totally agree. Hinge Peter, I think is I, I think I'm wanting maybe my third bottle of it. Uh, it's fabulous. Really good value for money. Really nicely pita. It, it's really really good. Really good. I know a couple of people are other people that are big fans of
0: it as well. Mark, no, um, we do need a new changer. We might premiere one in twenty twenty one because Marty got a lot of new stuff here tonight. Uh, he got a lot of new stuff. Are you on? My son. My son
1: bought me this. <laughs> I, I'm not on it yet because I, I made a a, a bit of a horlicks of it before uh, just before Justin. Justin Come on, but yeah. only got it yesterday, and well, it was. Fun. I was slightly celebratory yesterday, so uh, I maybe didn't I didn't familiarise myself with it as quickly oh, as I should.
0: Oh, oh, oh. But, and, and but um, you 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 are in the market for a glamorous assistant as well. I hear that's the latest, isn't it? Yeah, always, just, uh, Listen,
1: uh, I have a glamorous assistant in yourself. What what <laughs> more could I want? Well, you are my Debbie McGee.
0: <laughs> At least I'm still alive. That's great. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. Marty may soon be doing the BBC News. Well, he could do a better job. Uh, let me see. <laughs> let me see. Uh, Michael Matthews RTFM. I don't know what that means. What does that mean in, in internet slang? Go out and stop a 12-year-old that's drinking in the street, Marty, and ask them what RTFM means. Real television, RTE? Uh, I don't know. No idea. Tre- Meg will translate that for us. Uh, Trevor Watson is saying he got a hench for Christmas. Oh, which one? Which one? Uh, what hench did you get for Christmas, Trevor? Uh, Stanley Song is saying, I need a taste of the 1608. There you go. Yeah, uh, we're coming for Valentine's night in February, Stanley. We're <laughs> Valentine's night. I want the banquet with a revolving table. Yeah, and a few no. uh, and a few of the me love you long time girls as well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Justin is on the weather, listen I, listen, I would love to do the weather I auditioned for the weather, barbara Best got it, but he actually <laughs> burnt my arm in the hot tap on the way out to it and I didn't even know I had to go to a afterwards, but that's another story um, Jamie, that is true by the way, people, well, Mario will confirm that, no 12 year olds drinking in the street it's past 8pm, that's right nobody's drinking in the street uh, oh no, there's that run curfew <laughs> Arlene and Michelle have us love That one forgot out in the street, never mind drinking on it. Mm. You know? Yeah, yeah. there you go. Uh, let me what? see. Uh, read the manual. <laughs> read the manual. <laughs> he, has, he has me. I told him how to do it, but it, need, it needs to be in shot. It needs to be close to him. Otherwise, it's very accurate. Very but we will get it sorted. You know, when you when you get to 100,000 subscribers on YouTube, uh, they fly you to London and give you a studio right. and, and all this sort of thing. But... You 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 won't like the thing to even win the coffee. You you won't like the thing to even win the coffee. So, uh, you know, we're not going to get the hundred thousand on YouTube anytime. Uh, well, we might get it before the end of lockdown, but we won't get it. We'll get it this week. But there you go. If you like us on YouTube, we'll get 200, 200 followers before the new year, and you'll get that there. It's a bride from Bothy coffee. I,
1: it's it's, it's, just, it's really really nice. It's it's finished off in a in a. Mm. A local distillery cask whiskey cask, and it was roasted and stuff and done on it. It tells you, it's explained. William, it's sm- it's
0: it. because there's one of these wee vents on the back of it, and I can I can smell it. If you could smell this, it's, it actually smells. God, it smells of, of coffee, but with a wee touch of whiskey. But I suppose I'm drinking whiskey, so I can't really, <laughs> can't really tell. Listen, Trevor Watson says it's the bourbon cask. Okay. Oh. The Bourbon
1: Cast hinge, yeah. Oh, I, honestly, the, the hinge stuff's really, really good. Uh, I, my favourite is the Peter, I have to say that. Uh, but the, the Bourbon Cast's really good too. Uh,
0: the, when are we going to get down these places, morning we're, we're, we're not going to get down for a while yet, are we? Justin, I'm not supposed to be allowed to go to Carnock. so how the hell are we going to get to go to, the to Dangle and Hinch and so on? These places,
1: that's, a, that's a distant memory when we were allowed to go places it's going to be about march before
0: i'm allowed to go to lard you know we we need we need to get somebody listening to give us the 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 anti antivirus well do we do we know any do, do, do we know anybody that could that could help us get that will mess mention his name <laughs> justin all i'm
1: saying is this if if the stuff i'm reading on facebook by the the fact vaccine experts that uh, this vaccine's full of microchips from Bill Gates that's going to control our brains. And 5D... I well,
0: agree, be because anything that's made uh, by Microsoft is shit. So <laughs> I always buy Apple stuff. Mark Zuckerberg's going to get us kicked off if you
1: keep that up. You, you, you're, not to, you're not allowed to profane and say stuff like that. The lizard people... The tan-foil Heart Brigade's going to get us. <laughs> only by
0: Apple, only by Apple. That's my that's my motto. I, I've been Apple since 1986, and my uncle kindly sent me a nice computer. So there you go. And I'm even thinking about an M1 chip. There you go. There's an advert. And it's not product placement because it's my personal stuff. Now mm. uh, let me see. Launch Lawrence should be on lockdown for forever. <laughs> I always tell I always
1: tell people Lauren, during the troubles. Uh, there was a bomb warning phone done for Lauren. And when the police got there, they weren't sure if the bomb had went off or not. <laughs> that's a
0: terrible <laughs> that's a terrible joke. That's a, a, Well we can laugh at ourselves. G- no, G- Jamie, where where do you where do you live? You you probably live somewhere, Posh. Um let me <laughs> that Stanley song is, is showing the horror sign. Uh, oh, he's showing the the, the, the uh, Edward Munch face. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, I don't know what, what what does that mean? He do, he doesn't want to give us the, the, the banquet, and, and... <laughs> he's probably horrified at you. <laughs> well, to be fair, that's that's not a new thing, to be honest. No, I know, I know, he's terrible. Let me see. Uh, thank you, great night. There's his, uh, Trevor. Um, uh, Jamie Cotter says smells of coffee. No shit. Ah. <laughs> uh, I mean, Lauren will be looking... Lauren will be putting complaints into Zuckerberg here. That bomb got got 50 quid worth of improvements. I like Lauren. (laughs) I like Lauren. I, I I bought a couple of nice books in Lauren this year as Christmas present. All I would say is, the one thing
1: about Lauren is if you jump in the ferry... By the time you get to Kern Ryan, you sort of appreciate the fact that Lauren was
0: there. Yeah, <laughs> these, these are terrible. I used to actually. I actually, uh, technically, the first years, five years of my life, I I lived in Lorne. I don't know what you ha- what problem you have with Lauren. Lorne's all right. That would, that would explain two things, then, wouldn't it? <laughs> there you go. Uh, Jamie Carter is saying he lives in Carrey Duff five minutes from work. Aye, at least Lauren have a shopping centre. The knocked down the Carrey Duff shopping centre. Oh, here we go. we uh, started arriving. We start arriving the viewers. Here we go.
1: I know. <laughs> you have to. You have to. So, uh, that's so- 1608. That's really, really nice. That was brought out as a celebration of the 400th anniversary of the being granted the oldest license in the world. Okay. Uh, but uh, it's really nice. I've, I've had it before, but I've had this bottle for a long time. Oh. Going to start controversy here, Justin.
0: <laughs> won't start it? <laughs> Matt, Matt Darcy, all and old Neary whiskies. Yes, I have to read that too. I've, I've read the first bit of it, but I've got more of it to read. I've got too. Oh, many. No, I've, read. I've Got too many read. this year. No, no,
1: I read it. I read it in, a, in an afternoon, and I I really enjoyed it. It's, it's well worth reading. Well worth reading.
0: There you go. Uh, there's mm-hmm. Jamie saying it's not going to argue. Uh, the duff is shite. I actually don't. I don't, <laughs> mind, I don't mind it either. I'm only, I'm only slagging, you know. The, the, there's a nice restaurant there and I bought a guitar for my mother there a couple of years ago. I was hoping she was going to be the next Joan Bez, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's supposed to be a whiskey. That's the most random, <laughs> random thing. I bought, it, bought my mum a guitar. It's, <laughs> the, <laughs> it's, the end, it's the end of the year show. Mm. Uh, it's the end of your show, uh, so Listen, I want I want to say a few thank yous to people. By the way, um,
1: can I thank uh, Mark and Julie and Jordy and Patrick and all the other people who I know they, they tune in every week. Um, this year, this year's been really tough on lots of people for whole piles of reasons, and um, we set this we set this thing up and started doing it really on a bit of a whim, um, people say they like it. People say they like it. People really enjoy it. Uh, I I love doing it. I think it's, it's, it's the highlight of my week, really. Um,
0: Stanley says he, 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 he's screaming because it's a Valentine' date. Uh, Stanley, are you trying to get yourself famous like that uh, cake shop that didn't make the cake for the two men? I think you are. <laughs> what, what what you what you actually don't know is uh, they are viewers of the show. Mm. Uh, so there you go. Uh Stanley, so yeah, we, we could maybe arrange that. I could get somebody to come around from the, the, one of the newspapers. Me and Marty could come in holding hands and you could borrow us. <laughs> that would be that would be good. That would be uh, as well. I'm going to edit this bit out and it isn't your <laughs> <happen. laughs> the, the, the team enters enters chat enters chat. Uh yes, yeah. uh, there you go. So uh listen what a, you've thanked everybody
1: it's been it's been that, fantastic it has been and I just want to thank you as well because it's been it's been fabulous doing this with you all year uh this was your idea and, and it's all sort of I don't know it just sort of works um and, and I thank you because you put in a lot of work to this and uh, you keep me right on many many things so just want to thank you for it it's been, it's been much appreciated
0: yeah it is uh it's only it's only even going to get better as soon as we can get out and about and run some of these uh fabulous fabulous uh, distilleries uh, yeah. and and do a video you know uh obviously it's better to do it the weekend when when people that are whiskey drinkers are watching Because let's face it most of us have jobs when we're allowed to go to work <laughs> uh, and uh yeah it's it's one yeah. of those things uh we will there's there's a lot going on in whiskey in uh the province and further afield as well. Oh, uh, yes, we do. Particularly, we are interested in particularly uh, going to uh, Japan and covering whisky for the Olympics, Marty. Aren't we? Yeah. <coughs> uh, sure, Justin, first I, class meals are fine. Uh, business class flights, we need to yeah. get there. But yeah, Justin, good man, go anywhere.
1: Good yeah. man should fair to go anywhere. You know. So uh, if they want, if they want you and I to go to Japan and report, or they want us to go to Tasmania or Finland or America, go to Texas, or any of the other places, more than happy to go.
0: Okay. So stay safe, everybody. It hasn't been a great time, uh, but stick with it. And, uh, well, as uh, Boris says, there is light on <laughs> her horizon. So,
1: uh, uh, thank you. Boris, al- Boris also goes... Blah, 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 blah. So I wouldn't take what Boris says do that wrong, but probably more so than Michelle and Arlene. <laughs> Hi. Please say it's in his Yeah,
0: we, we, we'd go to Lurgan. If you get the buck fast out, we'll come to Lurgan, Jamie. There you go. Oh, look, they're coming in thick and, thick and fast. Liz. Thanks, lad. You've helped me get a bad year drunk. Not your fault. It's inbuilt into the system. <laughs> it is. There you go. You're terrible. There you go. Uh, listen, thanks very much, Murray. All the best. And uh, well, when this uh, lockdown lets we'll maybe meet. Halfway for a a little walk in Larn. There you go. No, everybody. In Memorial.
1: All right. Take it easy. Everybody, stay safe. Take care.
0: Night night.